Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pastani Studio, John McTavish. How are you guys doing? Better than my Jets, well. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Demoted. Everybody's better than the Jets right now. Hell yeah. Zach Wilson finally got benched. Finally got yeah. benched. Yeah. It all it all it took was the uh the lowest third down conversion rate in the history of NFL. At twenty he's twenty two point eight percent. How many games have you played? He's played since game well, since game one, lower or yeah, since, 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 yeah, fifth, one, yeah. since the the fifth since uh, the thirty since the thirty second mark yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aaron Rodgers coming back for maybe the last game of the season. <laughs> run, Aaron, run, run for the hills. You're gonna get murdered. Don't do it. All right. So today we are talking about the Cavalier Geneva. Inner Circle, Domain Rouge, Toro, uh, cigar 6x52, comes out of the uh, Fabrica Centroamericana de Tobacco Factory in Honduras. Uh, wrapper is Honduran Hamastron Habano Viso. Uh, Binders, Connecticut. Filler is Honduran Jalapa Habano Viso, Hamastron Habano Viso, and Paraguay Viso. Uh, blended by Sebastian Dicope. Uh, price point is $15.10. And the cigar was released in July of 2023. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um, I thought it was overall good. I thought it was like a really easygoing profile. Uh, I thought it had a lot of elegance to it. Um, so, you know, it's not one of those like spice bombs, but like, you know, it just had a lot of like really nice, easygoing, but like, deep flavors um and i thought he blended these pretty well um it's like most cavalier i kind of feel like a lot of cavaliers are this easygoing elegant kind of classic you know um like european market stuff mm-hmm. that they make and and um, i dig that kind of profile so i thought it was good yeah all right so how about you yeah i thought it was lacking um so no, I just I it's one of those. <laughs> I me for it. I just was I like you sounded good you the said, whole time, you man. You were, yeah, you were, you were, you were like, saying you, it with dude, authority. You were sounding, like, you were sounding fucking good, great man. the whole time. Yeah, that's like one of those. Yeah, that's that's like mm. I was like, I don't know what he was talking about, but it sounded good. So. One of those domain no, reviews, listen, man. it's this was. I think I, I, I looked back on the chat one time, and I think John said something along the lines of. And we'll get actually no. This is an overall conclusion, but like this was the most beautiful looking cigar, and then we smoked it, um, and it was just really lacking. There's just was this core flavor profile, which was I I don't know. To me, I find it kind of somewhat offensive. It was just like tobacco minerals. They're just it was kind of unpleasant, um, and it smoked. Yeah, it just smoked like it was just a little raw. Um, and like there just wasn't finesse into it. Um, and it was pretty, I guess, airy at the same time. So there was it, not like it was a loose draw, but like you just weren't getting much. And when you did, it was just kind of lacking. Um, and I got that from, you know, beginning to end. Um, good burn. Um, you know, nice draw, but it was just kind of a lacking profile, especially for what I thought was actually just a really beautiful looking cigar from the get go. And that's what kind of was a shame from it. But yeah, John. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in between you two because I, I thought it was like an above average experience. Um, I, I get what you're saying, the lacking, because, you know, I think just because Sebastian's been putting out bangers um, and it's a gorgeous looking cigar. So I was like, you know, here we go. We're going to have another good experience. And I was like, you know, it's okay. But um, it wasn't at the same level of some of the stuff that I've enjoyed from him before. Um, first third for me, I think was the best, you know, this, um, June said it, you know, it's very elegant. It's restrained. It's not super heavy on the palate. Um, so lots of mild graham cracker, um, wood, tobacco, creaminess. Um, I was getting a ton of smoke production too. It almost reminded me of Liga where like I draw on it and I'm just like getting clouds of smoke. I'm like, Oh man, that's really satisfying. Um, you know, some earthiness and, and faint white pepper. Um, just a, just a nice restrained first third. And the second third kind of started out that same way with creamy graham cracker, but then sort of as it progressed, just kind of a pepper and earth combination and wood and the, and the earth sort of ended up taking over the profile as it progressed. So I was like, eh, it's not, it's not that exciting. And then the last third um, was kind of more wood forward than earth forward. So, you know, wood was kind of the predominant flavor profile with some graham cracker here and there to break it up and a little bit of spices here and there, but it was really just wood. Um, Draw was perfect for me. Uh, Burn had a little bit of an issue where, uh, and, you know, I don't know if it's the wrapper or what's going on, but um, my humidity was measured at 58.7%. So, like, this strong sunshine should, should set this on fire, no problem. But uh, I had uh, I had waviness kind of throughout the burn, and then I, I kind of let it go as far as I could. Uh, and then I had to do a touch-up, and then I do another touch-up, uh, and then another touch-up. So... Um, you know, uh, pardon me, two touch-ups, not three touch-ups. It's just, it was kind of uneven through the whole experience, which I normally don't really care about if it doesn't affect the, uh, flavor profile, but we, you know, we remark on it. Anyways, all of that to say it was an above average experience. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is where I started with dry toasted oak and earth, uh, light mustness joined in pretty quickly and then subtle creamy black pepper a bit later. Uh, second, third, saw the creamy black pepper depart and a light vegetal note joined in and then the earth gained a, a chalkiness to it as well. Uh, final third, saw the vegetal note gain a light mintiness to it. Um, so that was really light in strength, had a really basic flavor profile to it. Um, there was some slight transitioning along the way, uh, but nothing that ever really kind of captured my attention. So if you're a fan of low strength cigars, I'd say give it a try. But um, this is just kind of a bit too basic of a profile for me. So Pair that with the high price point, um, not not really something that I, I'd really see myself um, coming back to here. Um, all right, let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with June at 6.62. John gave it a 5.9. I gave it a 5.65, and Seth gave it a 5.28. So, June, how that 6.62 matchup for you? Yeah, it was good, you know. You know, you guys should have uh, smoked this aside from stuff like Davidoff, right, Seth? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, so true. Okay, thanks. All right, John, 5.9. Yeah, it matches up well. Um, to me, you know, that describes a above average cigar with some construction issues. So if the construction was perfect, it would have been a 6.1. Um, but the draw kind of, or the burn part of me holding it back, it's a 5.9. And I think, bef- you know, anything kind of below a 6.25, 6.3, probably not something I'm going to return to. But that score matches up well. Yeah, my 5.65 matches up well. Um, average flavor profile throughout. Really good construction. Just, I think, a little bit of waviness in the burn, but nothing you know too crazy. Um, so, yeah, it kind of gets in that mid-five range. Not something I'm going to come back to. Price point's just too high for it. Um, so, yeah. 
Um, all right, so five point two eight. I listen. I I just wasn't sold on it. I'm not too much Honduran, Connecticut, and Paraguay. I think that's a bad. I think that's a bad combo. That's I think even Coop would. I think it's a trifecta. Of, I mean, you put some Indonesian in there, I probably would have died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Indonesian binder. Um, woo! <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I don't know. It's just even looking at that blend, I think it's a little too too lacking. And I think that's really where I it, it, I got down to it in the end. Um, I'm not surprised June is where he is, but you know that's just. To all the you know viewers elegant. out there, elegant, yeah, elegant, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, so it's it's that's a bum. That happens. What was the uh, what was the price point on these? Aaron? Fifteen ten. It's expensive, 15, 10. man. Fifteen ten. It's a, a few lot. bucks. Oh, I mean, I got normal. I got near no, three hours not, smoking time. I though. know it's normal for a hundred of this, dude. I no, I, mean, I don't for think any of these central Americans. No, I'm sorry. Like actually, I t- no, no, I don't think. <laughs> To be honest with you, I hate to say it. I I think that we can have a you know maybe Coop can have a podcast on this and and Aaron can join in this. I I don't think Hon- Honduras has the ability to price cigars at the same level that the DR in Nicaragua does. I'd agree with that. And if you're going to do it, you have to produce something a lot better than this. And with that, when you have a company like JRE who's producing seven and eight dollar Honduran Puros and producing Honduran Cameroon or Honduran. Sorry, John. Thank trademark. you. Thank you. Um, for eight dollars, this is twice the price. You, you Even the market's not ready to bear that kind of pricing. No, I don't think I, as much as I love Honduras and, and I'm probably the one who's the highest on Honduras. I don't think Honduras has deserved, has shown that it is the right to price as high as it is. It's just still third world. Sorry. Whoops. So I'm very, I'm very interested when we get to the CLE review, we have in a couple weeks now. So because it's priced even higher than this. What's that one priced at? A CLE? Uh, 18 18 bucks for a a Robusto. Yeah. It's a TAA, I think. Right. Or no, a PCA. Uh, PCA. PCA. Um, Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm sorry, it falls on Honduras. It's just Honduras has never been able to. I mean, how long have we all been smoking cigars? A couple of years. Wow. Yeah, yeah well, wow. <laughs> Honduras has never. Collectively, jumped. with over 75 years smoking experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's pull something like <laughs> Ever that. Ever since our know? balls dropped. You know, the funny thing is, years ago when we started Cigar Aficionado, had like the over 100 years, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when we first read it, we're probably like, oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. And now, after all these years like, of us oh, doing God, it, we have it too. And I'm yeah. like, you know what, James <laughs> Suckling, suck my ball sack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Choke lick on that peanut. Lick, lick on that fucking peanut <laughs> yeah. noir nutsack. Yeah. All but right, like, but like I said, uh, you know, I, I will say almost a three-hour smoking experience. So if you know, if you are a slow smoker, uh, I think the value is there in the smoking time for sure. But. It's that Honduran part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really only a small portion of it. I mean, <laughs> where it's coming from, it's only a little portion. <laughs> the Paraguay and the Connecticut ain't helping. You get a blank yeah. Paraguay. Uh, All right. Wherever you catch this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. 
Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Tomei Rouge.